Are wealthy people just lucky? You'll be shocked how unlucky inheriting money can be. Hey everybody and welcome to Sky Blue Wealth Weekly. As always, it's awesome having you tune in. I'm your humble host, Eric Powers, a certified financial planner and enrolled agent and owner of Sky Blue Wealth. This is the podcast where we highlight financial news, tax news, and ways to save more money so that you and your partner are set up for a great retirement. Today's topic contrasts luck and hard work, or good fortune, because it's a trending topic and honestly, it's always been hotly debated when it comes to what creates success. But first, I'd love for you to tap that follow button on your podcast player and join our other regular podcast subscribers. We appreciate it a whole lot. With that, I think we'll jump right into the content. So what got me thinking about today's topic? Well, a couple of things. One, I saw an updated report on this old study that concluded there was no such thing as having a hot hand in basketball. You know, when a player hits like four shots in a row, I'll get into the report in a minute. But the other thing that got me on this luck versus hard work topic was the title of a book I saw. It was called Success and Luck, Good Fortune and the Myth of Meritocracy. I haven't read it, but the last phrase, the myth of meritocracy, is pretty concerning and I think very defeating for young people. Now, sure, there's always been this vibe that most rich people simply got lucky or were born into wealth. And while I'm not here to tell people what to believe, it seems like a limiting belief that you can't work your way up the success ladder and that luck is the only thing that matters. Well, I'd hate to wait on luck to change my fortune, wouldn't you? I'd rather take action. That way, even if I fail, at least I didn't sit back and wait for things to change. There are no guarantees. Some seeds we plant don't produce, some projects we start never take off, and some careers don't pan out like we'd envisioned. That's life, but I believe if you keep hammering away, you keep doing the right thing enough times, then it will pay off. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to take a little bit of a shortcut and use a success strategy that worked for somebody else that might be able to work for you too. And really, what we're hoping for in all of this is a shot at success financially and otherwise. This goes back to that old basketball study that found the so-called hot shooter was a myth and he was no more likely to hit the next shot regardless of how many he'd made in a row. Pretty weird finding, right? Conventional wisdom believed in the hot hand theory. Anyway, a brand new report showed that the old study was flawed and the hot hand is indeed legitimate. A player is more likely to hit the next shot after sinking two or three in a row. Not by much, but statistically significant. This leads me to the sports quote, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, right? You've probably heard that one before. There are no guarantees that you're going to hit the shot, get the promotion, or successfully get a small business off the ground on the first try. But there's a good chance, and the more you take action, the more wins you'll pile up, and winning will become habitual. I'm going to quote Winston Churchill for a second here. Never give up. Never, never Never give up. Momentum is a funny thing. You have to get it started and then you have to keep it going. But you can't track it. You can't control wild swings in momentum. But you can generate it by continuous effort. By not giving up. The right efforts, the proven ones. Then, when you get the hot hand in your career or your business, you can really get ahead and climb up a few rungs on the ladder of success, right? Don't worry. You'll get bumped down a few rungs time and again, no matter how successful you become. I remember being in awe of Michael Jordan back in the day. He won three NBA titles, retired, played around with basketball, then came back about a year and a half later. 
I figured he'd pick up right where he left off. Then I got a wake-up call. I actually felt embarrassed for Jordan in the playoff game where he had the ball stolen from him and he fell down awkwardly as the opponent took the ball in for an easy dunk and Jordan's Bulls got ousted from the playoffs. You see, while he was away, other players got better. They were taking shots day after day. They stuck with it while he was focused on other things. And it showed, even in the greatest athlete of our time, we don't get to rest on our laurels, also known as past accomplishments, and sure can't depend on luck or fate to bring us success. In my eyes, it's hard work and preparation that gives us the best shot at success with our marriage, our finances, whatever it is, you name it. And again, Michael Jordan's a perfect example. Once he had a full offseason to get back into his insane practice regimen, he and his Bulls went on to win three more titles, making it six overall. Now, if the greatest player of all time can't skip the hard work and the grind it takes to get to the top, who among us can expect a free pass or expect luck to give us a boost? We can wait on that, sure, but it's not a proven path to success. The NBA didn't hand out titles because you tried hard or you got a trophy when you outplayed the other teams, great teams, who want it really badly too. And I could carry the Jordan analogy back even further. He didn't become fully successful until he put in seven hard years of getting knocked around as a young player. He had to pay his dues, and you know what? He'd be the first to admit he would never have become as tough of a competitor without all of those losses and playoff disappointments. If you can recall your parents or grandparents' starting point in life and maybe where they ended up in a much better spot after decades of hard work, you know what I'm talking about here. Hard work doesn't pay off in a week or even a year. It takes time. Same with getting credit for going above and beyond to your job. It may take longer than you think it should, and sometimes you have to move on to a different company when you don't get promoted based upon your merit. But if you keep hammering away, it's nearly impossible to get ignored forever. I really believe that. Never, never, never give up. Still, I bet lots of young people need proof that most wealthy people had to work for it. I got you covered. I'll share some facts about millionaires and then some evidence that even being born into money is no guarantee of success. So a recent survey found that 79% of millionaires did not receive any inheritance from parents or other family members. Only 3% received an inheritance of $1 million or more. Now get this, eight out of 10 millionaires invested in 401k. Guess what? 401ks are not overnight success. They're proven to work, but only over time. Last statistic from this survey, only 31% of millionaires averaged $100,000 a year over the course of their career. And one third never made six figures in any single working year. Consistent hard work over the long stretch is the most common recipe for success, not luck. Not a brilliant invention or startup, not hitting the lottery or getting drafted in a pro sports. Those do bring success, but to a statistically insignificant portion of the population. Young people need to hear this message, so please consider sharing this episode. I think it can offer some hope and open some eyes in a time where many young people are fully capable, but have been left uninspired or disillusioned. I know there are imbalances out there, even in America. Some folks get dealt a bad hand, while others get a full house from the jump. But the outcome is determined by our actions, on merit in most cases. What about those facts on inheriting wealth, like I mentioned earlier? A 20-year study revealed 7 in 10 families tend to lose their fortune by the second generation, while 9 in 10 lose it by the third generation. A real statistic. And I have a friend who's currently in... The process of spending down 
all of the wealth that was produced by somebody else. So what's the theory on why this exists though? The next generations don't understand the value of money. They know how to spend it. Plus parents don't share financial information with their children like they should. Those are a couple of theories and not grasping the value of money is logical, honestly. See, the person who scrapes and claws their way to wealth put in the work and the time, and it's human nature to appreciate things that you put into that effort. It's the same reason we believe homegrown tomatoes taste better than store-bought. It's probably a psychological phenomenon. It's actually a psychological phenomenon called input bias. It means the more time, effort, and money you sink into something, the more you'll value it. It's almost impossible for a child to appreciate a big pile of money that he or she didn't spend any time or effort to create. In fact, the generational study found that it takes an average recipient of an inheritance just 19 days until they buy a new car. Just over two weeks and that unearned money is burning a hole in their pocket. Pretty fascinating and sad because I wonder how many of those third generation kids would do better by managing their money if their parents did try to instill solid financial principles in them versus being secretive about the wealth that they had built. I sure hope parents don't depend on schools to teach kids about personal finance. It doesn't happen. A 2021 study by the American Public Education Foundation graded all 50 states on how well they taught kids about finance. The result, 66% of states scored a C or below. Worse, only 15 states currently require high school students to take a course in personal finance. Professionally, I do a lot of teaching, but I'm teaching adults about personal finance. Imagine if there were kids that received that information, understood it, and implemented it earlier in life. Recap. All right, let's do this. Remember, you can use my contact information in the show description to schedule a call or discuss your financial planning at any time. Whether you're starting a career or have been hammering away for three or four decades, I can help with plan reviews, 401k questions, minimizing your tax burdens, etc. So please schedule a call today. The bottom line on today's episode is this. Don't wait on luck or someone's good grace to provide success. Only consistent action can provide consistent success. Proof is in the Michael Jordan analogy and how fortunes are squandered when people stop taking the right steps. And even in cases like J.K. Rowling, the first author to gross a billion dollars, her first Harry Potter book was rejected by 12 different publishers before she found someone who saw her talent. It's insane, right? One of the best-selling book series of all time and 12 out of 13 experts had said, not good enough. Folks, that tells you all you need to know about luck, success, and merit. Luck's always late to the party. Success comes to those who get up early to go and get it. And merit, even a clearly talented author had to pull herself up from rejection time and time again. Otherwise, she would have never found the wild success that she deserved. No free lunch. Not for Rawlings, not for Jordan, or any of the rest of us. The world will never be totally fair, but meritocracy is not a myth. That's all I've got today. Do us a favor and leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. We appreciate it. Schedule a call if you have any financial concerns, you can't afford to put it off. I'd love to talk with you soon, and I'll leave you with one more tidbit. This from Atomic Habits, author James Clear. You can only control the slope of your success, not the initial position. Good luck, or should I say good fortune, and I hope to talk to you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.